0: I'm Pat Morrison in Fullerton on July 5th. A homeless man named Kelly Thomas was detained by police, beaten by them. And now, as we find out today, two officers charged, one with second-degree murder, one with voluntary involuntary manslaughter in the death of Kelly Thomas. This has riveted Southern California from people who look at it from so many different ways. The question of policing, the question of the mentally ill, the question of the presence of video cameras and other, uh, shall we say, mechanical witnesses to events. As we heard from Richard Winton of the LA Times, the equipment that officers was wear- were wearing recording the, the audio of their exchange with Kelly Thomas and being part of the evidence that as you also heard the District Attorney, Tony Rokakis, considered in filing these charges. 866-893-5722 is how we can hear from you again as you have followed this case since July. 866-893-KPCC The Police Chief of Fullerton is on open-ended medical leave Fullerton Police Department in a turmoil over this and now as we just heard today charges filed against two of those Fullerton police officers 866-893 5722 so we can hear from you. You'll remember our discussion earlier in the year about how police had been taking to arresting those who were standing on public property on sidewalks and streets and recording police arrests Uh, certainly in most states it's, uh, it's illegal to detain people who were doing that. Police were making those arrests, detaining people anyway. In this case, that evidence may have proved to be a tipping point in the filing of these charges. 866-893-5722. You've got something to say about the Kelly Thomas case. That's the place to say it. Or on the Pat Morrison page at kpcc.org. Someone who has also been following this from the get-go is Jarrett Lovell. He's an associate professor of criminal justice at Cal State Fullerton. His book is Good Cop, Bad Cop, Mass Media and the Psychological of Police Reform. Mr. Lovell, thanks for being here. Glad to be here. Uh, you've been teaching this in your undergraduate courses since this case really became a case.
1: Yeah, you know, when we think of law enforcement, we recognize that so much of police work is about appearances and creating the appearance of law and order. And so police are pretty image-savvy, and so the Kelly Thomas case really shows uh, what can happen when police lose control over their own public image.
0: Of course, the public image issue occupying the LAPD back to the days of Dragnet, not just the television show, but the radio show, this, of course, was the 180-degree reverse, like the Rodney King beating matter, where police ended up in the eyes of the public looking bad, and explanations were demanded. As I said, one of the other features in this was the omnipresence of Of so many people who had cell phone cameras, who had video cameras, also the surveillance video, the audio tape from the officers themselves, here's what the District Attorney Tony Rakakis had to say today about how all of that figured in the evidence that he used.
1: Videotapes, including those from two cell phones, the surveillance video from the Fullerton Transportation Center, the pole camera there, bus videos, 151 witnesses, Police reports written by all of the involved Fullerton Police Department personnel, medical reports, examination of physical evidence such as batons and tasers, the coroner's report.
0: A lot of evidence there, Jarrett Lovell, and uh, and just just the, the hearing of, uh, when this case unfolded, the hearing of the reaction of people who were calling 911 and, and saying that there were police officers beating this man.
1: You know, information is power, and we see that with everybody having access to uh, a little video camera in their cell phones or just a little snap camera, we see that everyone has the ability to produce a Rodney King-type videotape, and so what we saw here is... The Fullerton police completely, not only losing control, you know, certainly with their interaction with Kelly Thomas, but losing control of information. And uh, I think we heard from the press conference this morning, the video was the evidence in this case. And it really shows the, the impact that... Uh, handheld cell phones have on holding police accountable.
0: How big is that uh, going to figure in future police training, do you think? Because as I said, we have discussed on this program earlier, the fact that officers, when when this first began to, to happen more often, would arrest the people taking the pictures, recording the videotape and the audio. And of course, that that's not going to, to stick. But is this a new world that officers now have to deal with and train for?
1: I think it is. We saw with the Rodney King video in uh, 91 or 92, I forget which, uh, we saw police departments across the country really becoming media savvy and going through media training classes and public relations classes and if they didn't have a full-time public information officer that was on call. 24-7. 24-7. They certainly did after the Rodney King incident. Okay. And what we see now is police have to be less concerned about, you know, the local film crew and more concerned about someone waiting at a bus depot, as we saw with the Kelly Thomas case.
0: On the Pat Morrison page, Han says, if Kelly Thomas had been black or brown and had some arrests on his record, there would not be a huge public outcry. The fact that he was a sympathetic figure, a homeless white person with mental problems, has people outraged who would not be outraged if the police had beaten down a Latino gang member. Do you think there's any truth in that?
1: I think there's always an interaction between, you know, race and class and people's perceptions of guilt or innocence or or sympathy. At the same time, when one sees the image uh, that Ron Thomas, the father of the victim, released from the hospital bed, I think it would be, Uh, very difficult to defend the police actions in that case. I mean, it's really hard to see how, you know, a homeless person who was mentally ill that is a staple of the community could have somehow provoked the kind of uh, beating that he took. So, you know, it's it's hard to say for certain. We could always speculate the role of, of race and class, but I think You know, again, I think the images speak for themselves.
0: The family has filed a civil lawsuit. Ron Thomas is Kelly Thomas' father. Here's his reaction to the DA's announcement of charges filed against those police officers today.
1: I'm, um, well, very emotional, obviously. Um, Extremely happy with the DA right now.
0: Uh, Jarrett Lovell, the uh, the way this case proceeds, of course, just like the case, just like the beating itself, all eyes will be on it. What lessons are people going to be looking for in this?
1: Well, I think, as you pointed out before, I think certainly law enforcement agencies are going to learn uh, lessons about uh, recognizing that anybody now can uh, catch them uh, engaged in in inappropriate behavior or criminal conduct, as is uh, appears to be the case. Um, I also think that law enforcement are certainly going to um, recognize that they need to be more sensitive to um, how they interact with the public when there is a high-profile case. Certainly a big part of the outrage in Fullerton was the fact that so many uh, people were left in the dark, not knowing exactly what happened, not having video released, and so forth. So I think these are teachable moments for for law enforcement. I also think they're teachable moments for citizens that uh, they don't need to rely on media themselves. Though I of course encourage everyone to listen to you know KPCC and whatnot, but um, that they can become the media. That if uh, they have access to a camera and they see police engaging in behavior that they believe inappropriate. Um, they should use their cameras to uh, to take pictures, and we'll see how that plays out in court. You know, as you mentioned before, that cops have been sensitive to uh, witnesses to what they're doing, but I think it shows here that, mm-hmm. that people do have the power to hold police accountable.
0: David's calling us from Studio City. Thank you, David. I'm so Hello, David. Get the hell out of the car. Uh, I think we caught David in a difficult moment. David was concerned, Mr. Lovell, that there was a rush to judgment?
1: Well, I will agree that there was a rush to judgment. The problem is when the Fullerton police failed to fill the news vacuum, other people are going to fill it. And so if... They don't release the video, they don't comment, they don't provide the names of the uh the officers involved and there appears to be misstatements about whether tasers were used, et cetera, et cetera, certainly um, the public are going to fill in that news gap. The people waiting at the bus depot, the family of the victims, the uh the you know, attorneys or anyone else who has a vested interest, the advocates for the mentally ill. So I don't know what other outcome we could expect when there's a high-profile case but a lack of information, you're going to get speculation.
0: And uh, what would the consequences have been, do you think, if, if there had been no charges filed or no serious charges?
1: I think we would have seen a very, very outraged Fullerton community. I mean, I've been at some of the the protests, and it's very interesting to see um, how heterogeneous the the protesters are. You've got, you know, people on the far left marching side by side with people on the far right. And, you know, Orange County tends to be a conservative and a, you know, pro-law enforcement uh, community. And you really see people concerned about um, the, the veil of secrecy of the Fullerton police.
0: Jarrett Lovell, thank you so much. Jarrett Lovell has been teaching the Kelly Thomas uh, case in his classes at Cal State Fullerton, where he's an associate professor of criminal justice and the author of the book Good Cop, Bad Cop. We can still hear your assessment, and you can still read about this case. The district attorney of Orange County announcing second-degree murder charges against one officer, involuntary um, murder charges, uh, manslaughter charges, excuse me, against another Fullerton police officer in the beating death on July 5th of Kelly Thomas, a mental disturbed homeless man. Lots of information on the Pat Morrison page and lots of room for you to have your say at kpcc.org.